This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. Today we connect with Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Very warm good morning to you, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. Life begins at conception, and the sanctity of human life is an essential article of the Christian faith. The Bible makes it clear life begins at conception. Mm. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. The unborn baby from the point of conception is genetically a distinct person, physiologically a distinct person, organically a distinct person. Life begins at the point of conception, and three weeks after conception, the baby's heartbeat can be detected. Now, we know that the absence of a heartbeat is a sign of death. Well, the presence of a heartbeat is surely a proof of life. And six weeks after conception, the baby has its own lifelong brainwave. Now, if the absence of a brainwave is considered the sign of death, why then is the presence of this brainwave not accepted as confirmation of life? Birth is not a magical act that turns a non-human into a person. Birth is only a change in environment for a life which began many months before. Every abortion stops a beating heart. Every abortion ends a brainwave. Every abortion is the killing of an innocent, helpless person. And if we do not stand up and oppose abortion, then the blood of innocent babies will be upon our heads, as we read in Ezekiel 33. In fact, we read in Deuteronomy 21 that if anyone is found slain, lying in a field, and if the person who, and if it is not known who killed them, if the person responsible for this cannot be brought to justice, and the elders of the city are to go to the gates of the city and they are to make it clear that the blood guilt is not theirs, that mm. they've done what they can, because silence is consent. Yeah. And we are told in Numbers 35 that when innocent blood is shed, then a curse comes on the land, and atonement cannot be made for the land in which innocent blood is shed, except by the blood of the one who shed it. And we are in a situation, a country, where we are approaching on the 1st of February, Tuesday next week, the 25th anniversary of the legalization of abortion in South Africa. And in these last 25 years, incredibly, horrifically, 2 million babies in South Africa have been killed legally, in most cases with taxpayers' money, in the last 25 years, in the last quarter century. And every year since the 1st of February 1997, African Christian Action has organized and led a march to Parliament, a march for life, a National Day of Repentance, Mm -hmm. symbolic repentance service, prayer vigil at the gates of Parliament in order to make it clear that um, we are not silent and we want to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Uh, We want to dissociate from the actions of our leaders on this and those who support it by making a stand for the right. Now, in the Westminster Larger Catechism, under the duties required in the Sixth Command, we read the duty to preserve our own life and the duty to preserve the lives of others and to deliver the poor and the needy, to free them from the hand of the wicked. And under the sins forbidden in the sixth command, do not commit murder, it includes everything from 
neglecting or withholding the lawful and necessary means for the preservation of life and the importance of seeking to protect the innocent. And so the scripture is clear to us that we are continually commanded to rescue those being led away to death, to protect those who are being drawn towards slaughter. We read in Jeremiah 1 verse 5, Before I formed you in a womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you. And we read in Galatians 1, Apostle Paul writes, It pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him amongst the Gentiles. Throughout the Bible, it's quite clear that life begins at conception. It's in the Apostles' Creed uh, when we read that I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. Mm. And so the Lordship of Christ begins at his conception, not at his birth. And even when Mary visited her cousin Elizabeth, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby within her room, that's John the Baptist, leapt for joy, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh. And uh, just in the presence of the Lord who was at that stage in the, in the first trimester of, of conception. So the scripture speaks over and over, and it uses the same word in Greek, brepos, for a baby, whether in the womb or outside the womb. And the scripture says, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she's born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you, says the Lord, Isaiah 49, verse 15. So the, the scripture has so many examples of the importance of life uh, in the womb. For example, in Exodus 21, the law of God says, if men are fighting and they hit a pregnant woman and she gives birth prematurely, then if there's no serious injury, the offender will be fined. But if there is serious injury, you have to take life for life. And so uh, life in the womb is considered precious and it must be protected. Our Lord Jesus says, whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. See that you do not look down on these little ones. For I tell you, the angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Mm. Matthew 18, verse 10. Your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should be lost. Read Matthew 18, verse 14. Children are a blessing from the Lord. They're not a burden. Psalm 127 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord. Children are a reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They shall not be put to shame when they contend with the enemies in the gate. God is the creator. Preborn babies are precious. Life is precious. Murder should be severely punished. Abortion is the modern equivalent of child sacrifice. And just as God's people opposed Pharaoh's decree to murder newborn babies in Egypt, as we read in Exodus 1. So we need to be protecting pre-born babies from abortion today. Just as King Herod sought to murder the babies in Bethlehem in Matthew 2, so abortionists are tempting to butcher babies today. And so we are told, speak up to those who cannot speak for themselves. And this year, on the 1st of February, Tuesday next week, will be the 25th anniversary of the legalization of this disgraceful legislation and for this reason, many Christians who respect the sanctity of life will be observing this Sunday, Sunday 30th, as a day of prayer and repentance for the National Center of Abortion. And Africa Christian Action is providing resources uh, for pastors who want sermons and Bible studies on the sanctity of life. For Sunday, people go to ChristianAction.org.za. They will find many good resources, audios, videos, materials, PowerPoint, uh, studies and scriptures and everything needed in order to educate people and involve people in making a difference and speaking up for the right to life. And if anyone is in Cape Town and can join us, we encourage folks to join us on 
uh, Tuesday, the 1st of February, the March for Life will be in the form of a funeral procession through the centre of Cape Town, led by Hearst. We start at Hanover Street, the old Kaiserkrupp Street parking lot below Cape Peninsula University of Technology. Mm. And we will march down Darling Street, past the castle, past City Hall, into Adderley Street, into Spin Street, into Plain Street, and assemble outside the gates of Parliament by 1 p.m. So the march starts at 12.30 p.m., and the privilege at the gates of Parliament will begin at 1. City Council has given the permission, um, and the scripture says in Proverbs 1, verse 20 to 22, wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voices in open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the opening of the gates in the city, she speaks the words. So it's, it's a biblical thing to make mm. a stand, to gather at the gates, uh, to uh, symbolically dissociate ourselves with this legislation, to stand for life, to march for life, to speak up for life. And if anyone wants more information, please contact us at info at christianaction.org.za or visit christianaction.org.za on the, on the website and uh, see uh, about the Sanctuary Life Sunday and March for Life. Thank you so much. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. And Dr. Hammond, I'll see you on Tuesday. Thank you so much. God bless you. Uh, bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.